Welcome to Trivia Rewrites, where we look at how the news is changing trivia. Today is Friday, March 25th, 2022. I'm your host, D- <laughs> Demo, and this is my co-host for this evening, Robert. Did you forget your name for a second? Well, I forgot the, you know, it's been the a intro. It's been a while. Welcome back, Power David. Welcome back to society. Thank you. Thank you very much. How was your trip? Good. Four national parks this time. We were kind of talking. Got my, Go ahead. Got my little pins for my wall map already in there. I'm a big fan Displayed of Played proudly. Fan. So yeah. what did you do? Texas, New Mexico. That's it? State-wise? Yes. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And f- what? Two in, two in each? Yeah. Big Bend and Guadalupe Mountains uh-huh. in Texas. And then uh, White Sands and carlsbad caverns new mexico yes. yeah you were lit okay yeah yeah how was your two weeks i don't i don't even know what i did if we moved into the new house in the last two weeks yeah there you go see big news big stuff happening working working a lot i got an 80 inch tv on my porch now you're disgusting it is ridiculous the basketball players are bigger than harrison it's pretty cool just like in real life. Just like in real That's true. That's always true. <laughs> All right. Well, this is a trivia show, if you can believe it, where Robert and I have looked at the weekly news and tried to write some trivia questions about it. Um, but to start us off, we have the third member of the team this evening, Hibbs, with some This Day in History questions. Let's do it. This Day in History, March 25th, 1655. Christian Huygens, a Dutch astronomer, discovers the largest moon of Jupiter, better known by what name? Is it uh, better known by what name? Um, Io? Is that the largest moon of Jupiter? It's a good guess. Europa? That's also a good guess. Uh, No. Those are both moons of Jupiter. Yes. What's the largest? David just clarified. Does it have a name Those that's does it, does it have a name that's like big? Yeah, mm-hmm. by definition. Um, well, uh, I think I got nothing. I, I think it, Thanos it, was this. Thanos was referred to as this. A Titan. Yes. Oh, Titan. Titan the moon. Robert, you're yeah. really leaning to the side here. I'm sorry. <laughs> just want to see your beautiful face. For everyone who watches the video release of this podcast, yeah, that's gonna be really entertaining for people. Well, he's like, he's like this. My microphone. Oh, I, off I, to the I side. can see him. Here, I'll move this. But um, I know we like it was a, like, a, like a month. I don't know when it was exactly, but like we've discovered or discovered we discussed the moons of Jupiter recently. Um, yeah, why did we do that? That I was on that I, one. I, I can't remember what it was, but there were like because like fifty three moons that are named. 26 that are officially awaiting names. Um, but Demo, you already mentioned Io and Europa, but there's also uh, Ganymede and Clisto, which are uh, some of the four la- or the larger moons that orbit Jupiter, and they have a specific name to combine all four of those moons. Do you remember what that naming of the clusters? While of he's moons? trying to come up with this very difficult question, what was the this this day in history? What did, what did you March twenty fifth. No, what did you say? What was the 1655. question? Sixteen fifty five. 
I remember the year. What's the significance? <laughs> they found the moon? They found Titan? Is that what it was? I think I totally, I do too. It's Saturn's largest moon. So ignore everything I'm saying. Cause this doesn't oh. make any, I was like, this doesn't make any sense at all. Okay. So oh, yeah, ignore those the are, second Those part are of Jupiter's moons, right? Those are Jupiter's moons. Yeah. That's why they make. I was curious. I was like, "What is wrong?" It's Saturn's largest moon. Saturn's largest moon is Titan, discovered by Christian Huygens. Gotcha. A Dutch. What astronomer. is Jupiter's largest moon? Is it Io? I believe it is Io. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, we're on track. We're back. Woo. Okay. David was having like a small mental breakdown there. No. I Ganymede. Tried. Nope. It's Jupiter's Ganymede. moon. Ganymede. It's provided to the fascinating. Yeah. Whatever. Ganymede. Um. And for anyone who is hanging on that last little bit, um, they're the Galilean moons, the the four largest moons that orbit uh, Jupiter, not Saturn. The four largest moons that orbit Jupiter are the Galilean moons. Got okay. it. So we had a moving on to 1807. Two in that question. Yes, we're <laughs> everywhere. Keep it together, folks. What the first passenger carrying railway? Uh, begins transporting passengers, then known as the Oyster Mouth Railway, the Sewensee and Mumbles Railway was located in what country that resides within the United Kingdom? You said 1807. 18 0 18 Which country in the United Kingdom? England. Hmm. Would Sewensee and Mumbles Railway run Mumbles. from Scotland? Wales? Ireland. Wales. There you go. I mean, it's nice one job. of those, right? You had yeah. to name them all. You're going you're gonna to get there eventually. You're walking Wales. in. Hey, uh, if I can get Jupiter and Saturn confused, I'll let you get thank <laughs> anything you. in the United Kingdom confused. Very much. What was it? Wales? 1948. Wales. Okay. It was Wales, okay. yeah. 1948, Tinker Air Force Base in Oklahoma becomes the site where what meteorological event is correctly predicted for the first time? Oh. The first time. First time it's correctly predicted. Not the first time it's happened. Yeah. First time that a prediction. Well, I feel like they predicted. Eclipse. Yeah. I thought I thought they'd predicted those earlier, though. That would have been my thought. What year is this? 70. No. Nope. 1948. 48, yeah. So I feel like the Like a meteor is storm? They, they an asteroid? Or like, like a, that. A meteor shower? Or like a comet? Comet. Halley's Comet or something? Something like that, or I'm afraid I might have thrown you all off. Oh, with a little... here we go. Oh boy. Oh boy. Well, I was We're trying to be strong tonight, boys. Think less astrological and more weather based. A hurricane. A tornado. Close? Tornado. Tornado. Yeah. Okay. I feel like meteorological event, because I, I mean they're meteorologists, so it's a meteorological event, right? Yeah, you might be right. Yeah, we I think miss, we just yeah when you said it, it I was, my ears were heard something different. Okay, you're right. I think it was 1948 before the first tornado was predicted. tornado was uh, successfully predicted, <laughs> which I've always just taken in for granted. You always just like hear tornado sirens, and you're like, oh, tornado's coming. Yeah, but I guess it's kind of probably like. You have, you know, in eighth grade when you're like having to do like mathematical proofs, mm -hmm. you can you can show that two plus two equals four, but you have to like proving it's totally different. Because I feel like every other 
dad in the south can walk outside and be like tornado's coming and like does that not count as a successful prediction <laughs> like oh they're changing weather it's my pink, my pinky toe is twitching something's off yeah i can uh, the cats are scurrying about so I'll, speaking I'll, of, I'll, I'll, of tornadoes did you guys see the tornado touchdown in uh austin last night there's like seven of them one of them hit a school no it's pretty didn't hear pretty about crazy that. down here last night the winds were howling did you predict it I did. My, le- nice. my left eye was twitching. Yeah, you're a southern dad. Kind of... you... Yeah. Well, yeah. You get the you kid are and a you southern get your... dad. Uh, you write a song. 1995, our last sustained history question. I, th- I think we're all plenty loose for the current <laughs> events. Oh, we're loose. Ward Cunningham makes the first wiki public as part of the Portland Pattern Resp- Repository. What was the name of the world's first wiki? 1955 95 95 sorry um the first wiki what was the name of it some kind of we pause for a moment what is a wiki it's a great question it's basically a my understanding is that it's a any kind of type of collaborative web page where a lot of people can contribute to it and edit whether it's like a list of things or in wikipedia's case it's a whole encyclopedia but it's basically just a document that a lot of different people can edit online okay that's my understanding and he created the first wiki about what is that the question no what was the name of the first the name of the first wiki Hmm. we're going true trivia here this helps you in no way shape or form in your everyday life however I don't know. Um, know. Was Wiki Wiki Web with all W's capitalized to indicate WWW? Okay. Back when the World Wide Web was actually, I wonder how many internet users, what percentage of internet users these days would recognize, would know what WWW stands for? Mm, That would be a good percentage question. Forty. You think forty percent of internet users? Everybody. And they immediately had to answer, would they know or not? Well, I, yeah. World Wide uh, Web. I feel like you would either know it or you wouldn't. I think it'd be less. No, but well, multiple choice, you might be able to get it. Yeah, maybe 40's high. I don't know. I don't know. Because I've, I've transcended, it used to be, it used to feel like such a cool kid whenever you like didn't type WWW in and you just like put in the, the address, the website and the address bar. I've descended so much to where I just like, I don't put .com either. No. I just let Google no, take me to throw it in there. Google searches for it and then I click. That's right. Or if it doesn't autofill, it doesn't exist. Kids may not even know that that's a thing. Like HTTP slash. Yeah, you had to remember like in school, they yeah. would write the link out and you'd have to like type, type it, it out. Exactly. And if you yeah. it was wrong, you're like you're done. You had to type the whole thing from the start. I remember, yeah, I remember trying fail. to find backslash. I was like, where is backslash on my keyboard? Backslash is a tricky one. Yeah. So, I mean, where is it? Should be right underneath your delete or backspace button. Yeah, there it is. Backslash shouldn't exist, in my opinion. <laughs> shouldn't exist? You're forward slash. Because people always get confused between backslash and forward slash, but it's like, it's never backslash. It's almost always forward slash. That's true. Because that's normal slash, and they just made backslash as like a programming thing, so you could actually like have an opposite. Anyway, this is way off topic. Continue. That's, that that the was end? the end. That was the end. I th- yeah, we were wrapping wiki, up. Wiki wiki web backslash wiki wiki web wiki wiki web whales.
tornado. Can't remember the first one. Titan. One of Titan. these times you should make all the answers from the this day in history like spell something out. Okay. <laughs> I've been wanting to do another question like you did for Michael okay. that one time. Remember that question where you went like sport and then person and then sport and then person uh-huh. or team. Yeah. Right. That was pretty cool. Okay. Moving on to the trivia rewrites portion of the show. This is the topical portion where Robert and I have looked at the weekly news and written questions about it, whether a record's been set or something's happened for the first time. You might hear about that here. And to start us off, I have a question about finance. Yeah, finance. Cost of living, I guess. Um, For the first time ever, the average gallon of regular gasoline now costs over $6 in a major city in the U.S. I read this. What was the city that saw these record-breaking average gas prices? It was San Diego, wasn't it? It was Los Angeles. Oh, so close. close. So close. Very close. I'm sure they're on the same page. So that's the major city. Average gas prices also surpassed $6 in other parts of California, including San Luis Obispo. Boom. And Inyo. Oh, look at that. On your shirt. Inyo and Mono counties, which are near the Nevada border. Six yeah, bucks? Six dollars a gallon. Average. Yeah. It's nuts. I don't even know what it is here. I think it's like three fifty here. No comments? No, okay. like, oh, okay. Well, that's a lot less. Okay. Well, it must be nice to not even look at the gas price and just fill it up. I don't drive anymore. Must be really nice. COVID has done a real number on my gas. I, according to an article I found on quickloans.com, I have the top 10 highest cost of living cities in the United States. Okay. How many of these can you get without missing, do you think? Uh, you have top 10. Top I'll 10. get five. You'll get five without missing. Yes. Okay. Continue. New York. So, think about New York. Oh, boy. It's split up into different cities. Okay. See, I was going to ask population wise. Okay. So, like. Because New York City, yes, it's, New York. it has each, as each borough individually. Okay. Basically, so, so, Manhattan. That's number one. Very good. With an average cost of living 142% higher than the average. I don't know what that means. What did you just say? The average cost of living is, in Manhattan is 142% higher, according to this Oh, this year, formula you mean? That they've cre- yeah, any year, but yeah. 142% higher than what? Than the U.S. average cost oh, of living. Oh, I was like, gee. Okay. <laughs> That's what I said. Okay, I sorry, I was not following that. Okay, so um, Brooklyn. That's number four. Okay. Yes, good. Um, which is 83% higher than average. San Diego. San Diego is not in the top 10 that I have here. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, let me keep going. Chicago. No. I guess these have to be like Chicago. You got to think, yeah, like suburbs of Chicago are actually not that bad. Um, Like Miami. Nope. Wow, this is bad. You didn't even say... Seattle. There you go. Yeah, Seattle's number seven on this list. That Um, hurts to hear. Top ten, we've got Queens, New York, Boston, Massachusetts, Arlington, Virginia, 
Seattle, Washington, Oakland, California, Washington, D.C., Brooklyn, New York, Honolulu, Hawaii, San Francisco, and Manhattan. Rounding out the top ten. Oakland makes no sense to me. That is odd. It seems like that should be well, San it's Jose. it's just like San Francisco adjacent. Yeah, but it's right? Oakland. San, San Jose's got to have a higher cost of living than Oakland. I don't know. Okay. That's it. That's all I had. Very good. On to you. Oh, okay. So I'm doing art. <laughs> art first. Here we go. This iconic artist's painting could become the most expensive 20th century artwork ever to go under the hammer. Bids are expected to start in the region of $200 million. <laughs> I hope they don't hit it too hard with that hammer. The painting, well, do you have a guess? Go under the hammer? Never heard that. Expression. Going under the hammer. Like going under the knife, but well, going little up for sale. So I have the name of the painting. I can give that to you as a hint, but do you have a guess? 20th century artist? Yes. And most expensive, potentially? Yes. I mean, Picasso? Is that is that a good guess? Wouldn't that have been pre twentieth century? I mean, he was alive in the twentieth century. It's not Picasso. He did some okay. Well, uh, how about a hint? The paint. Let me just keep naming. No, the painting name. I have two hints for you. One of them we'll probably give away. The paint. This painting's name is Shot Sage Blue Marilyn. Ooh. Jackson Pollock? No. Salvador Dali? No. Think more recent. Way more recent. Way more recent. Banksy. Before that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Another thing that this person's famous for is the Campbell's Soup pictures. Oh, uh, Andy Warhol. That's right. So it's a a picture of uh, Marilyn Monroe. And it's expected to go for two hundred million at auction, starting. Oh, Maryland, you said. Maryland. What did I? I thought you said Maryland. Oh, Maryland. Exactly. Common mistake. Common mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Daddy Falls. Um. So yeah, there you go. Andy Warhol, two hundred million. <laughs> it's a picture of Marilyn Monroe. That's, that's the expected amount that it's going to go for. Yeah. Which you never know. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's close. I think the record was much lower than that. It was like a hundred million. So I'm sure it'll break the record. Pablo Picasso, 1881 to 1973. So wow, he was old when he died. This guy also died. Warhol died in like 76. So they were. So there you go. Contemporaries. Wow. Okay. All right. That's it from art. Well, speaking of things that generate a lot of money, like art, oh. we're talking international football. Can you tell me which international football club, soccer club, topped the football money league for the first time, indicating that it had the world's highest revenue of any club soccer team? So which team topped that list this year for the first time? Okay, so oh, for the first time, that's a that's yes. a very uh-huh. big key indicator there. Man City, yeah, oh, that's it, baby, nailed it. Because I would have gone Manchester. With... Okay, go ahead. Yeah, Manchester City had Ooh. a revenue of six hundred forty-four million euros, making it the highest 
revenue earning club of the 2020-2021 season. Let's just take a moment and just soak in the fact that I actually got a question right on this show. That felt good. When you, I'm glad I caught you at the last second, though, because I was about to be like, Man United, Arsenal. I was like, wait a second. First time ever. Mm-hmm. And any follow-up questions? Well, I just have a comparison okay. here. Um, Manchester City, so $645 million in, or euros in revenue, which is about $711 million. And for comparison, the Dallas Cowboys earned about $980 million for the last most recent year I could find. So, so close. Approximately the same as the Dallas Cowboys, you know, same level. But I have Forbes list of the top 20 highest valued franchises yeah. in the world, according to Forbes. Uh, how many of these do you think you can name? Let's say the top 10. Let's let's make it complicated. Before I miss one again. Yes. Well, uh, I'll go. I mean, I'm, I'm always way over my skis. I'll go three. Okay. Yeah, you can do that. Go for it. Dallas Top Cowboys. 10. Number one. Manchester. Valued at go. approximately $5.7 billion. That's insane. I don't know how well, they value that. I'm sure there's a formula. Um, Manchester United. Number 11. Oh, okay. Sorry. We'll, we'll keep going. Uh, <laughs> well, what, what would immediately be, Manchester United. What would be higher uh, soccer-wise? The Arsenal? Is there a soccer team on there? There are three soccer teams in the top ten. Yeah, are they international teams? No, they couldn't be. They're got club teams. They're just club teams. Yep. Um, so they're not on there either. Arsenal's Who? not on there. Arsenal is not. No. Um, are they uh, Premier League teams? Nope. Are they Bundesliga? <laughs> One of them is. Does that help you? <laughs> is it a German team? That's the Bundesliga is Germany, so yes. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, I don't know the name. Uh, New England Patriots. They are number eight. They're valued at. Okay. Uh, yeah. The, the <clears throat> uh, New York Knicks. Yeah, they're val- they're actually number three on this list, which I thought was kind of surprising. Um, but I guess Boston Celtics. I don't have LA Lakers. I've- they're number seven. Okay. I okay, have Dallas Cowboys, Yankees, oh, New, New York Knicks, that. and then the soccer teams, FC Barcelona, mm-hmm. Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. No. The Golden State Warriors are on here. That's a joke. That's not real. The Lakers, Patriots, New York Giants, and Bayern Munich, the other soccer Yankees teams. Yankees are the only ones I'm mad about. I should have got that. I didn't even make it to, yeah. I didn't even make it to baseball. Mm. Where are the Red Sox? Are they on the top 20? Number 20. Okay. Yes. All right. Very good. From baseball to <laughs> the madness of March for basketball. Here we go. I've got just some quick fire questions for you. All right. Hit me. For only the third time in NCAA history, a number 15 seed has advanced the regional semifinals. This school has knocked off the blue blood Kentucky Wildcats. Um, what, what is the name of this team? St. Peter's. St. Peter's. Tiny Jesuit school in New Jersey, or Jersey City, New Jersey. Fun fact, a number 15 seed has never won on the second week of a tournament, so they've never made it to the Elite Eight. Past the 
Yes. So okay. which team is in their way to that b- record breaking oh, status? Shoot. I could just cheat. I have my bracket. Don't do it. Right. You're already okay, out. Why would you even look at it? I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know who it is. Should I guess? Wait, I'll, I'll guess. Um, isn't it? Uh, um, what seed are they? Can you give me the seed? Is that cheating? Uh, they're like, I think they're a two or a three. They're a three, I think. Villanova? It's easier than you think, David. Don't overthink Purdue? it. Purdue! Oh, so... Purdue is going to ruin history. Got a real chance. Yep. Yeah, so you guys got a real chance. All you got to do is beat St. Peter's and you're in the lead eight. Yeah, Purdue's a three seed, I think. Yeah. Shows how much I follow the basketball. You know I didn't even know who my own team was playing. Not but. that anyone else cares about this, but me. But uh, Michigan plays Villanova to make it to the lead eight. In men's, and they also play the women's to make it to the lead eight. They're playing wild. It's very odd. Okay, follow up question: um, <laughs> What is the what? <laughs> what's the record for most schools? Or yeah, most schools from one state in an NCAA tournament. Oh, hmm. from one. State. There was a chance of it happening this year in one of the states that I'm breaking the record. That though. they didn't do it, but. 64 well 68 are you counting playing games 68 i'm assuming that counts uh the years that it was broken that We're didn't not. exist but okay uh t- i was gonna say 10 is that crazy it's too many seven seven so california did it in 2002 and then texas did it in 2010 and 2021 and they also had the chance to do it this year I mean, I say chance, but it's like they had five this year. North Texas. Texas did? Yeah. They had Baylor, mm-hmm. Texas Tech, Houston, Texas TCU, and Texas Southern. You should have had me guess them. That would have been fun. What are the two that didn't make it? Well, you just said UNT, I think. Oh. Okay, there's one more. <laughs> well, I would assume a lot of them didn't make it, but you're saying. Yeah, there was one, one that was on, like a chance. on the bubble. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Uh, I have another question. Okay. Who was it? it was, who was the bubble team? It was Texas State. Gotcha. So they almost had uh, they almost had the record again this year. Okay, with a chance, uh, I don't want to phrase this. Which legendary coach has the chance to tie the record for most Final Four appearances by a head coach? Coach K. Coach K. And who would he tie the record with if he went to the Final Four this year? I, I'm not a hmm. I don't know. Oh, uh, John Wooden. That's right. Yep. Can't it's time out. Trivia question for you. Can you spell Shashevsky without looking? K R Z Y Z E W S K. Nice. Um. So so if he goes to the final four, which he's got a good chance, they're the Sweet Sixteen. They got to win two more games. <laughs> That's like an inside joke between us, kind of. Yeah. But I was actually funny. just doing that to Nicole yesterday. I was like, you know how to spell that name? She's like, I don't care. Stop talking to me. Uh, so that would be quite the way to go out for coach K going to the final four. I would like to meet your wife. <laughs> I don't care. Stop talking to me. That's amazing. Okay. Nice. John, you know where John Wooden went to school. Don't you dare say it. Did he go to Purdue? Yeah. Do you know what fraternity he was in? 
Beta Theta Pi. Nailed it. Wow. Okay. John Wooden's just like us. He's us. He's us. Except much more successful. <laughs> How so is you're saying your... there's one human that replaces both of y'all, so I can just get to know one guy. Yeah, let's guy get them on the podcast. Let's get John Wooden on the podcast. Let's get him out of here. He'd be a great guest. I don't think he's alive anymore. He's not. Uh, how's Dang it, that's why there's two of you. This doing. is this is what's wrong with uh, reincarnation. It just splits the splits the cell. <laughs> the badness doubles. Go ahead, David. How is your bracket doing, Rob? Oh, just so uh, it's good. I have a chance. There's nine people that are playing with us, so I mean, I got a chance. Mine is doing almost as bad as it possibly can be. Like. If you would have picked the opposite of all the games, I think you would be better than mine is right now. Have you seen mine? Yeah, I looked at yours recently. Yeah. Do you know like how many of the Sweet 16 teams I have left? Have you looked at that? You mean like how many Sweet 16 you nailed, right? Because the Sweet 16 is set. So how many Sweet 16 teams did you get? Four? That's what I'm saying. Four? I got five. Oh, that's, that's bad. <laughs> Like my entire bottom half is incorrect. Just red all over the place. Did you have Purdue going or no? No. Oh, come on. I had them losing in the second round. What are you doing? Oops. Who'd you have? Kentucky? Yeah. My yeah. the two teams that I picked for the championship game were out on the first day. I had Kentucky, Iowa. Wow. <laughs> first round. Losers. I've got Purdue, Michigan. So we'll see. Oh, that'd be fun uh okay do, do either of y'all know what the uh what the chances are of getting the bracket 100 percent correct is? i mean i feel like that's uh, are you talking about just the pure math or like yeah like the actual odds one in 12 billion yeah I, I, robert uh, you had to guess i'll go it's more more it's than 12 more, billion more than 12 billion i mean it's actually less than that because you can kind of do some like statistical math like you can make educated guesses but all right just guess. i'll go sure. 20 billion according to this website it's one in 9.2 quintillion wow oh, shit. many there's so many games you know yeah a lot of combos yeah a lot, yeah, a lot of combos uh for reference getting struck by lightning is a one in five hundred thousand chance yeah i don't know wow. they're rarely one is... in five hundred thousand yeah it's not that that's not that high you know in like a lifetime or like in a day <laughs> it's gotta be hope in a lifetime it's gotta be in your lifetime yeah yeah that's know, still a lot, lot of still lower than i wanted it to be yeah that's five hundred thousand. that means a lot of folks are getting struck by lightning every day yeah Just every day someone's getting zap. smacked moving on uh i've got a question about congress for you robert okay members of the senate in a rare bipartisan unanimous vote have passed a resolution that would end what practice for the first time since it was introduced in 1942? Oh, I know what this one is, too. I'm really excited about it. Daylight savings time. Yes. So they, uh, yeah, the Senate unanimously passed a bill which would keep daylight savings yeah, time yeah. and not go back to standard time. As in, like, right now. Like, <clears throat> Yes, we wouldn't change the clocks from what they are right ever now. Ever again ever and even if you lose power you don't have to change your clock until we go to right to robert standard time and then we're going to change them again what's robert standard time same time everywhere we got to do it folks get on board it's happening i thought yeah okay i'm on board with that I mean, come on so 2 p.m 2 p.m everywhere it's 2022 in the u.s 
I think you could do it. No, I'm saying it's the same time everywhere, and you just adjust your yeah, light yeah. outside. You want a worldwide, want a worldwide time. time. It just makes more okay, sense. That's that's even more radical. I was saying just that the U.S. Sense. could have one time, but explain to me how that makes the most sense. Because then, if you, say, I'm, I'm with you. I just want to. I want to like hear for, your defense because it makes. For example, like this call, yes. we we were texting each other, and we said seven and nine. Okay, so it's seven o'clock West Coast, nine Central. We could just say nine o'clock. And it's nine o'clock for you. It's nine o'clock for me. Now it's lighter outside for you than it is for me, but it's just one time. Back to daylight savings time. Uh, do you know what year? Did, well, I just didn't said. you just say it? Yeah. Well, it was seventy four or something like that. It was nineteen forty two. Oh. Was the Oops. was when it was first introduced. But you may bring up a good point about seventy four. That was the last time they tried to permanently enact daylight savings time. Okay. So they actually did a similar thing back in 1974, but uh, complaints from people that uh, their children had to go to school in the dark and that they had to commute to work in pitch darkness in winter uh, caused them to repeal it the next year. So, uh oh, I hope that doesn't happen this time. But it would be pretty dark in the morning in the winter, especially up north. Yeah, yeah, but. You know, maybe people are commuting less, so it's going to be less of an issue. I don't know. That's it. That's all I had. Okay. Broadway. (laughs) This Broadway musical starring Hugh Jackman broke the box office records last week, grossing $3.5 million in one week, the most of any show since theaters reopened after the pandemic shutdown. don't know um is it it's a reopening okay and it's about a man yeah. a man good who is it like an adaptation of something else or is it an original idea or right over my head okay so it's not something you've heard of then um i don't think so okay then i don't know i don't think it's an original I don't think it's like a grand opening. I don't think it's like Hamilton. I think it's something that's been... It's been a show before. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, I still don't know. It's a... It's about it's a, a man who likes music. The Music Man. The Music Man. It grossed $3.5 oh, $3. million dollars last yeah. week. You never heard of The Music Man? Uh, I mean, I'd like... He lives on Drury Lane. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You mean The Muffin Man? Exactly. Do you know... Do you know The Muffin, the Muffin man? man? The Muffin Man! Um, so, the... What was I gonna say? What uh, musical did it outsell? What which one did it pass? And these are just ones that have since they've reopened. No, like, uh, like you know, like as in like two months ago, this one was the best. Now, Music Man is the best. Okay. For weekly grossings. Sure. Um, Actually, let me ask it this way: the industry's three big mainstays. Remains strong. Last week, blank, blank, and blank. What are the three industry mainstays that are the highest grossing over the last like year? Are they newer ones or ones that have been running? I don't know. No, like new, I know. No, ones the Lion King. That's number three. Okay, good. And then uh, two more along the same vein. Phantom of the Opera. Nope. Okay. Uh, Hamilton. Yes. One more. One of those is a lot older than the other, but uh, well, yeah, Lion King's really old, like thirty years yeah. old. 
yeah, something like that. Hamilton, and then there's one about the Yellow Brick Road. Oh, is that back? Wizard of Oz is back? Wicked. But yes. Oh, Wicked. Yeah. Is that back on Broadway? Did that ever drop off Broadway? No. It's, it's been there. Well, it's been there since COVID. Huh. Um, you did name... I've never seen Wicked. Have you seen Wicked? I've, I haven't not seen any true. of those. I've, that's not true. I've seen Hamilton, but I haven't seen oh. Lion King or Wicked. Um, Wicked's good. On Broadway, you saw Hamilton? Not on Broadway. Oh, okay. It's like, must be nice. David's like, this has happened twice this week where David's been like, whoa, you're moving up in the world. And I've, well, had, I've said, had to correct him both you're... times. I feel like a real POS after talking to David. You, you said? I know, yeah, I know. The other one, I know made what I sense. Said. You understand why yes. I thought that. But I also thought you knew that Turbo was here this week. So. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize. Okay. I didn't realize. Uh, I also have, you mentioned one of these. So the top 10 grossing of all time for Broadway plays. Closed or open. So you've named Lion King, Phantom of the Opera, Wicked, and Hamilton is actually not top 10. Okay. So are we adjusting for inflation with this number? Oh, boy. Um, Probably not. Probably not. Cats. Yes. I should have done the same thing to you. How many of the top 10 do you think you can get before you miss one? Cats. Lion King, what else? Big cats, uh, little cats. Um, hmm. two of them are movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, three. Well, cats is a movie no, too. So, well, okay, three of them are are movies <laughs> that I've seen. Oh, not uh, not including Lion King. Oh, West Side Story or something. No, one of them was a Disney movie. Okay, the three that you, you give up. I'm struggling. Yeah, I'm not very. I mean, I know you've named all the well, ones yeah, yeah. that I knew already. Basically, there's only one that I don't know. The three movies sure. I was talking about was Mamma Mia, oh, okay, uh, Beauty and the Beast, and Les Misérables. Gotcha. And then I've never heard of Miss Saigon. Oh, I've actually seen oh. Jersey Boys too, but not on Broadway either. That's number eight. All right, there you, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. <laughs> Fun fact. Well, hmm. I've got a question for you about golf, Robert. You're going to be going to the golf tournament. Love golf. This weekend. I, you love golf. I play it every day. Hit me. Which PGA Tour golfer is set to miss the Masters for the first time in 28 years uh, after being removed from the tournament's list of active golfers? I didn't click on this story, and I didn't know, I don't, so I don't know why, but it's Mickelson. I would imagine there's a pretty compelling reason. Phil Mickelson, six-time major winner. Yeah, He's won the Masters, uh, so that's not disappointing. He needs to win the Open. How many times has he won the Masters? Once or twice. Twice. Three times. Three times. Very good. Last, most recently in 2010. Um, so, yeah, he was removed uh, from the... Two, he said he would be taking time away from golf after criticizing which the regime of which country. Oh. Comments where he criticized the regime of which country. Yeah, he was talking about... It was like, I think it was China. or like It was, it was some golf league, and he was talking about... It had to be China. 
It's that year. Yeah, China. It's Saudi Arabia. Oh. So he was part of a group of golfers involved in a new Saudi-backed golf league, which was attempting to take golfers away from the PGA Tour with offers of bigger money. Yeah. Um, but he was quoted saying disparaging things about Saudi Arabia's human rights record to a journalist. So Yeesh. Bill. he's taking time away, I guess. Um, do you know which golfer is the CEO of that new Saudi Super Golf League? He's a two-time major winner. Retired. Two-time major winner, and he's the CEO of the Saudi Arabia League. Yep. How old is he? He's Australian, and he's... Okay. Uh, oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh, what's his name? Lefty. The big... Uh, no? Goosen? Greg Norman. Dang it. Who was I thinking of? Who's the? Who's the... Ernie Els? Ernie Els. Okay, I blew it. Got it. Yep, you sure blew it already. Greg Norman? That's who he is? The shark. The shark. Okay. Why are they doing that? That seems odd. Why are who doing what? Well, why would you start a... I mean, why are you trying to pull players away? You're just trying to create more competition, I guess? Well, Mickelson's... I don't know, but I think it was like he wanted more leverage so that the PGA would be willing to have bigger prize pools, I guess. I don't know. Okay. They're offering more money. Why not? Yeah, why not? I guess. Makes sense. I'm excited for the tournament this weekend. I'll tell you what. Hibs, you know how this tournament works this weekend? They do like a... It's like a... It's during March Madness. I, did, I actually didn't... Is this... They do a bracket. So there's like 64 players in the golf tournament. They match play all the way down to one. Just like March Madness. It's pretty cool. Oh, dang. A full 18? A full 18 holes, yeah. So there's a lot Dang. of golf. They play four full days. Um, I don't know if they do that because of March Madness. Do you know, David? Like, is it this? Is it in the spirit of March that they do that? I don't think. I don't know. Don't know. Hmm. Okay, I have one more, and then you have one more. Is that right? That's right. This NFL player just signed the biggest contract in league history, <clears throat> totaling big f- what? Oh. Number. Well, guess the player. Totaling. I want you to guess the number. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. What is his average yearly pay for the like, next? I think it's four years. Wasn't like fifty-three million dollars. It's fifty point two million. Oh, okay. And it's through the twenty twenty-six season. So four-year oh. contract. Absolutely absurd. I don't understand how they structured it. His base salary in 2022 is only going to be 1.15 million, and then his bonuses, which I'm sure are structured differently, are like 28 million. That that team is going to be tied up with him for four more years. I don't understand how they're going to win any games. They're not going to be able to pay for any more players. It's my opinion. <laughs> Was there? Can you name? Yeah, we follow up question. Yeah, I do. Can you name uh, 2022 contracts? Can you name oh. uh, how many of the top 10 do you think you can name without missing one, David? Three. Three more, let's say. You're a sissy. Okay, go ahead. 
well, is it like the 2022 cap hit? Is that what we're saying? Uh, like, is Patrick Mahomes, is he like the number one? Or? Uh, it's the average annual value of their total contract. Okay, yeah, sure. Patrick Mahomes. Yes, number three. Number three, huh? Hmm. Aaron Donald. No. <laughs> what? I thought he'd be pretty How high. do you go to Lyman? They're all quarterbacks, David. Start again. Oh, okay. All quarterbacks. I'll start again. Patrick Mahomes. Number three. <laughs> um, Josh Allen? He just signed a new contract. This is this is worse than watching me do Broadway trivia, David. Tom Brady? Well, Tom Brady's not in the league anymore, so well he's be coming back. Tough. He's coming back. <laughs> no, he's coming back. Oh my god, is he really? No, he's not. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, he announced he was coming back today. Like, what? What he retire over ten days? Like the last week or so. Oh he my said. god, it was like a couple that's days a ago. joke. What are, what are we doing? Wow, is he coming back? He announced Tom it. Brady. He announced it the day after someone bought his last touchdown pass for five hundred fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> Okay, so what, so who's he playing for? Tampa Bay. Yeah, no, he's just coming back. Okay, anyways, come on, David, get one more of the top ten. Name. I thought Josh Allen was a pretty good no, guess because I know Josh he Allen's just resigned. He resigned. Oh, I'm sorry. Like he's last four. year. He's four. Sorry. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? I'm looking at. I'm looking at their pick. Sorry. You're, killing me. you're absolutely right. He is number four. <laughs> he just resigned. Yeah, us. you're right. Okay, we're back. Aaron Rodgers was number one on this list yeah. or not? Yes, number one. You got number okay, one, so number I three, need number, number two. I need number two. Don't try for number two. It's harder than the other ones. I'm going to try for number two. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to like it. I don't think I've ever seen David blank this hard. This is like a just easy question. Well, it's hard because all the people that I would think for that. Just name the top like, quarterback. Retired. Like, super, I am. Super. Well, you threw me off because I said Josh Allen. You're like, what kind of guess is that? You also guessed like, uh, Aaron Donald. <laughs> I bet his is pretty high. I bet he's the highest non-quarterback. Nope. He's not. All right. Matthew Stafford. How about that? Yes. He's on here. Okay. So Deshaun Watson. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's number five, uh, six, cool. seven. Okay, you good? You feel good sure. about yourself? <laughs> a little better. All right, Deshaun Watson's number two. You missed Dak. He's not even playing. Kirk Cousins. I know that's why you don't like it. And then Cousins, Stafford yeah. and uh, uh, what's this guy's name? Um, you have it in front of you. So. No, I don't. I'm, still, I'm looking at pictures. <laughs> it's pictures of the players. Why? Because it's because that's the way the, the, the NFL website does it. Uh, what's this guy's name? He, big name, huge name. If you don't recognize his face, oh, I do. I just can't remember it. Uh, Carson Wentz. Lovely. All right, there you go. Love it. Do you have one more? I think you have one more for me. Uh, yeah, okay. unbelievably, we continue. <laughs> we made it. MLB. Mine's about Yankees. another high spending league. After signing free agents, Kyle Schwarber. And Nick Castellanos, which team is set to be over the luxury tax threshold 
for the first time in MLB in club history. And for those who don't know, the MLB employs a soft salary cap. So you can spend more than the salary cap, but you just have to pay an extra penalty, which they call a luxury tax, if you want to be over the salary cap in the MLB. The So they're going to go over the threshold for that tax. I have two guesses. For the first time ever. Okay. Is it the team that Schwarber was on before, or did he move? I don't know. It said signing free agents, so okay, I'm assuming okay, not. Agents. Okay. My two guesses are the Houston Astros and the Philadelphia Phillies. One of those is correct. Oh, okay. <laughs> they signed both of them? Correct. I feel like, wasn't Schwarber on the Astros? Maybe not. I'm going to go with the Astros. It's the Phillies. Dang it! So the Phillies are going to be into uh, luxury tax territory. Um, Do you know what year the MLB first introduced the luxury tax? 2004. Pretty close. 1997, but then it was restructured in uh, 2002, I believe. But do you know how many teams... Of the 30 MLB teams, how many do you think have gone over that threshold since it was introduced in 97? Uh, okay, so ever. Ever. Do multiples count? or No, no. Individual. Oh, how many oh, okay. um, different clubs? Seven. 13, actually. Ooh. Okay. A lot of naming of lists in this episode. I don't hate it, but, you know. Yeah, where was the trivia question? Oh, luxury tax. Okay, they're set to go over the threshold for the luxury tax okay. for the first time. The Phillies. You didn't even ask me so what the, the luxury tax is yet, but do you know what it is? I can double check, but I think I have the number. My guess is three hundred twenty yes. million. You're close. You're in the right ballpark. It's two hundred and thirty. Uh, okay. Is the threshold? Okay, Yankees, Red Sox, Phillies. <laughs> I didn't even ask you to name it, but yes, go for it. Yankees, Red Sox, Phillies, yep. Astros. According to my list here, the Astros have actually never Damn gone it. over the... Take that back. Cut that. Dodgers. <laughs> Giants. Yeah. That's about all. I'm gonna get. Uh, I'll try to guess one more. The well, half the almost half the teams have done it. So yeah, I know Seattle. No, not Seattle. Yeah, I didn't think so. Dallas. <laughs> I'm just guessing at this point. I don't know. Like the like the some of the big ones haven't probably like the Cubs probably okay. haven't. I've got White Sox probably haven't. The Cubs have oh, okay. very very good. <laughs> Orioles, Yankees, Dodgers, Sox, Red Sox. That is. Uh, Indians, Braves, Mets, Marlins, Cubs, Tigers, Giants, Nationals, Angels of Anaheim. All of them. What is it? The 32 and 13, so 30% of them have? There's only 30 MLB teams, and 13 have gone over. Oh, That's it. There you go. All the questions and that I have. break. Any corrections, Hibbs? Hibbs is like, I'm asleep. 
I've been listening to lists for the last so many minutes. lists of sports teams. It's crazy. Trying to no, trying to listen to Robert look at pictures of people on a podcast. Yeah, that was an odd, odd choice of notation by you. I, I would love to see your college <laughs> notes. I'm sure it's just like hieroglyphs. <laughs> I'm like in math class. I'm drawing pictures <laughs> of the numbers. Portraits of every president with no names underneath. Oh just who is this guy? Well, he has a beard and he's kind of bigger and he has he likes to wear a bow tie. What can you not read your notes? I can't interpret my drawings. But no, no corrections. Y'all I mean, other than that, y'all we're perfect. We're flawless. Great job. I mean, I think Hibbs is the one that needed the most help at the beginning there with those uh Jupiter and Saturn and yeah, no, I, there's no excuse for that one. That was just, <laughs> just, just done messed it up. I'm so, I'm so sorry. Right. No, uh, Christian Huygens. No, no mailbag. Mailbag's empty. Bag's empty. Not even Superfan Zach. He was busy with uh, traveling the national parks this week. We should start recording this on Sunday, or at least like do the the the, the this day in history on a Sunday because. Mail doesn't get delivered on Sunday, so that would kind of coincide with everything. Our empty mailbag? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, you, dear listener out there, if you have any feedback about the number of lists and sports teams that we talked about in this episode, (laughs) let us know. Send us an email. In a list format, please. Yeah. Please list. Send pictures. Let us know the top seven reasons as to why you think we shouldn't include lists. That's a great motivation to write in an email. You can send it to triviarewrites at gmail.com. Or if you're feeling spicy, get on Twitter and send us a tweet in list spicy. form, please. To Trivia Rewrites, or we're just at Trivia Rewrites on Twitter, I guess. Closing comments from anyone? None from me. Can't wait to see my brother this weekend. Oh, who's that? Oh, well, thanks for having me on the podcast, guys. <laughs> I can't wait to see you at 0900 next week for Robert's Standard Time edition of Trivia Rewrites. All right, that's all we have for this week, and we will talk to you next time.